My friend saw that I was struggling and handed me a glass of water. It was true, my mouth was dry, but that was nothing compared to my nerves. The extrovert, who loves sports, competition, and hip-hop, just wasn't showing up that day. Today, it was the introvert artist. The art, my art, wasn't the problem. The problem was telling the story of my art, more accurate, my designs, to the audience in front of me. The dozen or so sets of eyes that belonged to my professors, my classmates, and other designers whose work and craft I respected and which had guided and informed my own were turned on me, waiting to be impressed, to be amazed, to decide if I was truly one of them. One set of eyes, in particular, I felt boring into me, judging and weighing whether I had what it takes to enter this elite world of design. On the line was nothing less than the dream I had four years earlier when I entered the Minneapolis College of Art and Design. I was in the middle of presenting my senior thesis, an exploration between the visual arts and the liberal arts through the medium of design, a story of the contrasts and parallels between those worlds as told through my imagery. This was highbrow stuff, a journey in design meant to be taken in by the creative community. But if the journey is to be taken, then it must first be accepted as worthwhile, as meeting the highest standards, not by following the rules, but by pushing beyond everything that had come before. And the set of eyes I most needed to take this journey with me belonged to Lori haycock Makala, head of the Walker Art Center in Minneapolis, which is one of the most respected and most visited contemporary art museums in the world. A month or so earlier, I had applied for one of the highly coveted Walker internships in the design department. Despite my heightened anxiety the day of my senior thesis presentation, I didn't lack confidence in my talent. I knew I was tracking toward being one of the top designers in my class, and so I wasn't surprised when Lori called to let me know I was one of the finalists for the spot. She also suggested that I invite her to my presentation. Of course, when the head of the walker suggests you do something, it's not really a suggestion at all. My senior thesis wasn't only a presentation of the talent I had honed while at MCAD, it was now an interview. Joining the walker even as an intern would have been the culmination of many dreams and efforts since I was a child. Born of a black father and white mother, I was adopted by my white parents and grew up in a nearly all-white suburb of Minneapolis called Minnetonka. Surrounded by the natural beauty of the land and feeling more than a little like an outsider with my mixed heritage, I turned inward and mined my imagination. By the time I was five, I was accustomed to hearing from my parents and teachers, you are a great artist. My parents invested in summer drawing classes, having the middle school art teacher over to the house for dinner, new drawing and drafting tables, and even creating a drawing wall in the small bedroom I shared with my two brothers. The wall became the mural of my imagination. In grade school, I began to experience a lot of direct racism. I wasn't equipped to deal with it, as I didn't have anyone to learn from and look to who had similar experiences. So I turned to my art. Drawing allowed me to put my daydreams on paper and escape from reality. By the time I reached high school, I was immersed in different dimensions of the art and design world, which weren't exactly normal interests for a black kid in the early 1980s. But I found comfort in this passion, 
which allow me to make sense of the world by reimagining what was possible. I also found my identity, though not all of it, in this confluence of art and design, and I wanted more.